Hi, everybody. My name is Emily, host of the Fuel Your Freedom podcast. In the health and fitness space, there can be so many rules, recommendations, and oftentimes restrictions. On this show, we talk all things freedom. Whether you've been training for years or are looking to take the first steps in your health and fitness journey, this show will fuel your body, mind, and soul to break free from what you've heard in the past and find your version of health and fitness, the one that works for you. Now let's fuel our freedom. Welcome back to the Fuel Your Freedom podcast. This is episode number 22, Fill Your Own Cup First, and we are just going to hop right in today. So right now, self-care is kind of having a moment in the spotlight, if you will. Scrolling through social media and scanning magazine cover articles all reveal these eye-catching headlines telling you the next three, five, or ten ways that you can take care of yourself. These often include spa days, baths, and quiet time. Uh, yeah, that all sounds great in theory, but who has the time for these extravagant things on a daily, weekly, or monthly basis? Sure, sometimes we can, but if we're waiting a month to incorporate self-care, is that really beneficial for us if we're not doing anything in between? But seriously, not even me who I have no kids right now. I have a relatively low stress job. I have a life schedule that I honestly love on a day-to-day basis. I don't even have time for these things, right? I don't have a weekend to give up and go spend doing nothing just to fill my cup. But that doesn't mean self-care isn't important. In fact, I would argue that putting yourself first is one of the most selfless things you can do, right? And this is where that title comes from, where you can't fill from an empty cup, right? Picture our life in a series of buckets. We have family, faith, work, home, friends, hobbies, etc., right? Any number of infinite buckets that you as a human being have to put your time into. Then there's a bucket for you. Throughout the day, week, year, etc., you're expected to put a little bit of fluid, or water in this case, into each of these other buckets, You pour into your spouse, they pour into you. You pour into your job, it pours into you, etc., etc. We always need fluid in our cup or our bucket. But if we're pouring out more than we're taking in, our cup will eventually run dry. We won't have anything to pour into others. This is why it's important to put ourselves first. That fills our cup with things that we enjoy, right? like us going to the tap and putting a little bit more water in our cup by ourselves. It doesn't require anything from anyone else usually, but it allows us to fill our cup so that we can give it to others so that we can be a more fulfilled human or just filled if we're talking about our cup analogy. It benefits others when we're just a little bit selfish. And I've talked about this in a previous episode. In that episode, I talked about the importance of putting yourself first. Today, we're going to talk about strategies and actions, activities, and things you can actually do to incorporate self-care and to put yourself first, to fill your own cup. But first, why is it so hard to fill our own cup? Why, why do I feel like I, you had an immediate reaction when I said self-care 
and you thought to yourself, yeah, freaking right. Like, mm, I don't have time to put myself first. I don't have the desire to be selfish. In today's world, we're all extremely busy. And I think if nothing else, the last year of 2020 of being forced to slow down really showed us how truly busy we are on average. It's hard to find time to unplug from the rest of the world because it does feel like you're letting someone down when you do. But what if by trying not to let others down, you're really letting yourself down in the process? This isn't an easy task to take time away, to take time for yourself, but it can be done. And in fact, it has to be done. If we don't take time to step back and fill our own cup, we're going to hit a point of burnout. Our body and mind is going to tell us not so subtly to slow down and to take a step back. While the human body can handle small amounts of stress, it's not built to handle long-term, never-ending stress. And when we take time for self-care, we're allowing that body to de-stress to come out of that flight-or-flight response and take time away from everything that requires to pour from our cup. When I say self-care, those headlines likely spring to mind. The bath, the spa, the me time, all of the relaxing things that we might picture. But self-care can be so much more, right? One of the best analogies I've heard is that filling our cup is like white space on a calendar. It's a blank space that we can fill with anything that we choose. Picture this. It's a Saturday afternoon. There's nothing on the calendar. You don't have meal prep, house chores, or yard work on the to-do list. There's no one calling your name. You have legitimate free time. And now I know this might sound realistic, but just bear with me for the analogy. Picture you have this white space, this free time. What are you doing? What activity will you use to fill your time? It can be more than one. But I'm challenging you to make a list. And if you're able to, start that list right now. This is the beginning of the list we can use to fill that white space. Self-care and filling our cup should start with these activities that we love. Activities we want to do and use our time to pursue. This is the activities that will fill the white space. It doesn't have to be frivolous ideas that are splashed across magazine headlines. This is one of the most common objections I hear is that the spa days, the nails, the other self-care items are a waste of time. Let's assume this is true, right? Now, I don't think it is, but more on that later. What are things that we can do that are both cup-filling and sometimes productive? Before I get to the list, it's important to note that these are not all applicable to all people. Run them through the Saturday afternoon test before you put them on your list. Do, yourself, do you see yourself choosing these activities during that free Saturday afternoon time? If not, it's likely they won't fill your cup. Cross them off the list or don't include them in the first place. And I should note, they don't have to be productive, right? I mentioned that the spa days and the nails, etc. are a waste of time. If that feels like a waste of time to you, perhaps find something that isn't a waste of time for you right? Find something that you find fills your cup, but doesn't always have to be productive, right? So I fall into this trap all the time. I love having a clean house. I can enjoy the process of cleaning, but my daily cleaning isn't always self-care. 
It feels like a task list on my to-do list. It's productive, but it doesn't necessarily fill my cup like some other practices. As you choose your activities, be careful not to fall into the only productive activities trap. Then we're just adding more to our list that we have to pour ourselves into instead of allowing that activity to pour into us. Now with that, let's explore some ways we can fill our cup. We can do a hobby, learn a new skill, go for a walk or a hike, call a friend or family member, read for pleasure, watch TV or a movie, play a video game, color, sit outside, yoga or deep breathing practice, trying a new restaurant, taking a bath or a shower, look up something you're curious about, gardening or taking care of plants, take a nap, cook a new recipe, or explore a new local attraction. These options are endless, and this is far from an exhaustive list. These fall all over the board as well. There's all sorts of different activities here. For a more organized list, we can organize and create activities that fall within each of the dimensions of wellness. If this is the first time you're hearing about these dimensions of wellness, they form a comprehensive picture of what true health and wellness can look like for a person. They include emotional, environmental, financial, intellectual, occupational, physical, social, and spiritual. These eight categories, when kept in a healthy balance, can predict a greater level of wellness in the majority of people. To use this list, think about activities that would fall within each category. What practices fill your cup in each of these areas? Organize activities under each of these major categories, keeping a list handy for when you want to use a specific idea. But once we have our list, the tough work begins. We have to schedule time into our week for these practices. This is where most people start to push back. We can all agree that these things listed above and the categories above can be important to fill cups and list other things underneath. But other priorities and people take precedent before ourselves. Kids and family are usually the top two here. And with good reason, I'm not saying to neglect your family and especially not your children. But there are times that your family and kids, especially if they're young, they have to take that front seat. But here's where scheduling comes into play. If there is any moment throughout the day when you can even fit five minutes, heck, 30 seconds of self-care time, Where does that exist for you? Of course, when the time is short, our choices are limited. We're not going to go out and garden for just 30 seconds. But if we can find 30 seconds to get a few deep breaths or five minutes to just spend time outside, this can be enough to bring ourselves back into the moment and pour a little bit of liquid into our own cups first. It doesn't have to start with a big grand production like a spa day or a massage. Start small and build from there. Schedule times throughout the day that are short to include these activities. Then, potentially try and find a longer time during a weekend or quieter day to include something bigger. Gardening, hiking, a movie, etc. Remember, it doesn't have to be a full day. But a few hours to fill your cup can make a huge difference in how much you're willing and able to help others. If we neglect self-care and slowing down... It can lead to burnout, depression, anxiety, resentment, and a whole host of other negative emotions. Self-care can reduce and minimize, sometimes even eliminate these negative emotions. 
and it can even help improve our physical health. I truly cannot express how important incorporating these self-care strategies are into our daily lives. Yes, it seems like a daunting task at first. I know that you're used to putting others before yourself. You simply don't see where you have the time. But taking a look at our schedule, finding those five minutes, maybe waking up five minutes early simply for that, or maybe your self-care is sleeping in five minutes later. One of those two things, or any number of other reasons, start small, right? Don't get caught in the trap of the headlines, making it seem like you need a full day alone. That's not true. Add in small areas throughout the day first. Then we can focus on bigger things as our schedules might find a quieter period of life. This brings us to our empowered action for this week. And I've been dropping hints about this empowered action all throughout the episode. So you can likely guess where I'm going with this one. Create your list of activities that are self-care for you. Like I said, that list and many of the examples I gave today might not be self-care for you. But find ones that are. Organize by the dimensions of wellness, if that sounds like something you would enjoy and be beneficial for you. Schedule times into your day or your week or your month where you can add these in. Are there times you know will be yours, right? Like I mentioned before, perhaps a few minutes at the beginning or the end of the day. Start small. I cannot stress this enough. Start with what you know you will be able to accomplish first and then add more. If we overplan from the start, we'll be overwhelmed. We won't want to do it. We won't have the time to do it, right? Start with 30 seconds. Start with two deep breaths. Then add more time into your day, slowly but surely, adding in more and more self-care for you. And that is all I have for this week's episode of the Feel Your Freedom podcast number 22 about filling our own cup first. So thank you as always so much for tuning in. If you did enjoy this episode and you think it will help someone, go ahead and share it. Uh, And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, you can go ahead and leave a rating and review. It does help the show to grow and I very much appreciate it. So without further ado, I will let you go and I will talk to you next week. We are chatting about a little nutrition next week. I'll keep it a surprise, but we're switching gears. We're getting back into a nutrition episode for number 23 and I will chat to you guys then. Bye everybody. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Fuel Your Freedom. Remember, this show is all about action. Now it's time to take what you've learned and implement it into your health and fitness journey or even just your life. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and review on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you want more, don't forget to follow me on all my social media platforms at Coach Emily Meyer and the podcast on Instagram at Fuel Your Freedom Podcast. Thanks for listening, and I'll chat with you next time.